Hello. Paul, how's it going? Justin, how are you? Doing good. Well, Paul, I appreciate you being my very first guest to my Anchor channel. I honestly don't even know what I'm going to call this thing uh, because I'm doing so many different things. I have my hands in so many different pots. Um, you know, I'm passionate about education. I'm passionate about talent development, passionate about sales and marketing. Um, but today, and uh, just so everyone knows, uh, me and Paul, we're, we're very good friends. We, we work together a lot. Uh, and so we definitely talked before we jumped onto this call. But um, today we're going to be talking about something that's, um, uh, uh, you know, a topic that comes up often. And, you know, that it, it's basically going to be around uh, this, this economic crisis that is facing the world right now around talent development. And, Paul, do you want to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, allude to what you've been doing around the talent development uh, uh, space yeah. for some time now? Yeah. I'd love to do that. But before I do that, I just want to know that when, when we become world famous because we have used this application <laughs> to uh, have this conversation, people will say, well, this is amazing. You know, how long have you guys been, been doing this? And we'll just look at each other and say, mm, about the same amount of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for laughing. It's terrible if you didn't laugh. So actually, so, so, so let's let's do this, Paul. Let's. Uh, I kind of got ahead of myself, didn't I? Uh, okay, good. If you don't mind uh, introducing yourself, you know, uh, telling whoever would be listening to this, hopefully a few people, um, uh, who My you are, sure. what you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Paul Trillamazian and. Uh, uh, been a, uh, a business owner. I own, I own two businesses. One's called I Five Alliance, the other's called Georgia Learns. It's uh, just me, two companies. They both do the same thing. One does it for free. So I've I've learned an awful lot about my competition by by competing with myself uh, in the same business. And uh, it's it's not specifically about global talent, but it but it is about how do we accelerate uh, innovation and learning. And certainly, as I look at uh, global talent as a connection to that, that's a real challenge for us because we can get we can get locked into our own mindset of thinking we know things, but really we really only know our local community or our local who we interact with. And when we're faced with global talent and looking at things globally, it forces us to to think broader and to think out of the the, the traps that we've let ourselves fall into. Narrowly, so I'm, I'm attracted to this because I am a, a learning guy. I'm a guy that believes that technology is going to help us uh, accelerate learning, and also I believe that collaboration with others around technology and learning is the is the key to the future of uh, success. And now I'm challenged by saying, but how do we do that globally? So I'm eager to learn with you and from you uh, as we we advance the causes by thinking. On global talent. That's great, and 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 Paul, we we, we met through uh, maybe a few different associations. Um, yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, one thing that I always allude to is is you know, even just recently, I've been to so many conferences uh, across all these different associations that we're a part of, uh, and groups that we're a part of. In every single conference that I went to, uh, no matter if it was you know, the Technology Association of Georgia, whether it was the World Trade Center or the Association of Talent Development, doesn't matter. Uh, the topic always comes up about human capital, about talent development. You know, even if it's uh, salespeople, how do our salespeople keep up with, 
you know, product shift because technology is changing so fast. Uh, how do uh, our marketing department, uh, how do they stay ahead of the curve? How do they keep that competitive advantage? Um, you know, how do our, our product development folks, you know, uh, develop products that people expect nowadays? You know, all, all, it, it, it transcends industries. And more importantly, I think it transcends, um, you know, your, your physical location. Uh, and, yes. and, and that goes for individuals. Um, and I think these are two different conversations, but that goes for individuals as well as, uh, as companies. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and the conversation does come up consistently across all those organizations. And, and one thing I just learned earlier today when we talked, when I was, when I was trying to tease with you about the Abbott and Costello, who's on first, is some of these things have been around for a long time, Justin, <laughs> about right. probably twice your age. Some of these things, we've been talking about this for 50, 60 years, and probably longer than that. But what's different now, okay, is we, we've always talked about these things. We've always talked about the importance of, of listening to others, but we've never really done it. You know, that's, that typically these conferences that we go to, there's one or two talking voices and a few talking heads, and, they, and it's them because they've paid amount of money or they've been hired to do something they're expressing their opinion. And, and what we've always needed to do, but we didn't do, was listen. And it's even more critical now than ever because of globalness. I can't, I can't find one person anywhere in the world that can really be an expert on what's happening everywhere in the world. But if I had a room full of people from all over the world and I listened to each one of them, then that, world, that room would be a pretty smart room. And more and more our companies are going to be full of people from everywhere in the world. We've got to break out of this mindset that there's one person in the room that's smarter than the room. That's never been true. But now with technology and with a different mindset, we're really able to listen to the room, listen to the talent in the room. And that's a global talent room that we have to be listening to. So I think that's the big difference now. We really have to do that and we have the ability to do it. What's holding us back is old mindset. Right. And, and two things that I wanted to really talk about today, um, okay. and, and then we could wrap things up, is, is you know, yeah. one, you know, the, sort of the state of the industry. By state of the industry, I don't mean any one particular industry. I'm sort of just using that for a lack of a better term here. Uh, by that, I mean, you know, what's going on. And, and you kind of and you kind of hit, you know, uh, you kind of hit on that just now about, you know, what exactly – why is this an issue? Why is talent development such an issue um, across cultures and across companies? Uh, and then the other thing that I wanted to um, to hit on before we wrap things up is is what direction do we need to take as leaders within companies uh, to fix the problem? And so, you know, um, I know you sort of alluded to some of the issues that are, are taking place right now uh, across uh, across these different industries, but you know, you sit on the, uh, you're heading up the TAG uh, Workplace Learning Society here in, in Atlanta. Um, and so this is a group of people that, you know, are talking about different technologies, uh, emerging technologies that are coming out. Do you think that technology, technologies are, are going to be an inhibitor or something that, uh, you know, um, really um, uh, helps out the, uh, 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 you know, executives within companies on on talent development, human capital, um, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, the answer, of course, is yes. It's, it's going to be an inhibitor, and it's going to be a, a tool to help it, depending on whether we use it correctly. But that's, that was a great question, because I think the, the, the first part of your question is, is why is talent development uh, more critical now than ever, global talent development? And, and the technology piece of that is that in the past, you know, if somebody said something stupid, um, then it was hard to refute it. But today with Twitter, with social media, you can get called out pretty quickly. And I think what, and, and one person can do it. You know, if in the old days you had, to, you had to have a big enough voice, big enough budget to get your word out. Today, mm-hmm. one person can get a word out. And that question could be anywhere in the world. So I think that, yes, technology has contributed to making us aware of the problem that already exi- always existed, but we could hide from it. Now we can't hide from it anymore because of technology. Now, the second half of your question, what do we have to do about it? And I think technology and social media in particular have are forcing this is you've got to be authentic. You've got to be real, and, you, and, and you, you've got to be listening. So I think that technology today, that we're, if we're still using it, and we will use it improperly to blast out a message, and if we're not willing to listen to the response to our message, then we're going to fall into the trap that we've been in for the last whatever. But if we're able to use the technology to listen effectively as well as present a message or to present it with a sincere desire to listen. So I encourage those, whoever is that's hearing this, yes, we're just blasting out and talking today, but for Justin and I to be successful and really make impact on global talent, we need to listen to you. So please respond to us. Tell us what you think we just talked about, whether it made sense to you, whether we're wrong. We're wrong. We want to change. But we do believe that global talent is incredibly important for the future. We believe that technology can help us if we use it properly. So please respond to that. Let us know what you think and then and then give us specific examples. What do you think, yeah. Justin? Uh, you know, I think that's a definitely a, a good place to wrap up. Um, uh, just so everyone knows, this is done live, and we have no idea yes. where this conversation <laughs> is going to take us. I think that we'll probably end up doing just for um, you know the listeners' peace of mind is is doing you know having continuing this dialogue, uh, probably bringing some other people into it, and um, and 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 keep narrowing down and chipping away. Um, at uh, a really uh, solving problems. So that, that's, what, that, that's what I would categorize us as, Paul, as, as problem solvers. Uh, I know a lot of, you know, you go to a lot of these conferences, you know, um, all the time, and, and uh, you know, the, these, the problem gets brought up, uh, and solutions, you know, never get brought up. Or if the solutions do get brought up, like you said, they're not, they're not sincerely listening, and they don't really take it to heart, or they don't have the capabilities to take it back to their organizations and actually make a, a, a difference. And so yeah. um, what we'll do is That's I good. think that we'll, we'll wrap it up, Paul, and, and uh, keep this like a high level of thought right now. Uh, and then, you know, as time goes by, we'll just keep chipping away at it. But uh, I appreciate you being my first guest on, All right. uh, on whatever show this is. <laughs> well, you've done this the best I've ever seen anybody do this, Jeff. And so good job. Thanks, Paul. All right. See you. Take care. Bye.